Welcome to the Dating After Divorce podcast. I'm your host, Shade Curry, and I believe every divorced woman deserves a romantic relationship where she feels safe, loved, and cherished. You can create the most amazing life after divorce, and I will teach you how. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Dating After Divorce podcast. I am your host, Shade Curry. It is a pleasure to be with you today. For those of you who are new to the podcast, um, this is My Labor of Love, the Dating After Divorce podcast. And this is where I share my learnings from my journey from uh, divorce, being single again, dating, and getting remarried. My husband and I have now been uh, remarried. He also went through a divorce uh, all close to four years. We actually met uh, February of 2018. So this is, this month is our anniversary. Um, yeah. So just welcome to the podcast. And if you love this podcast, I would love for you to share it with someone that you think could benefit from it or leave a review, um, on the podcast so that more people can find it. All right. With that, let us go right into today's episode. So recently I've had to bring back for several of my clients, a tool that I don't use all the time in my coaching practice. It really just depends on the client and it is uh, the relationship inventory. And what this is um, with my one-on-one clients, I will sit with them and we will walk through and talk through all of their past romantic relationships, really starting from like the very first time they had a crush on a boy in the first grade or the third grade or whatever it is. We start from there and we work our way up. Everyone that you ever had romantic feelings for, everyone you were ever in a relationship with or even went on a date with, if it made a significant emotional impact on the individual, we will talk through it. And I typically will pull out this tool for my clients who have... um a long history of dating the wrong men. So if they have a long history of relationships with men who are addicts, who cheat on them, who lie, men who are controlling, insecure, jealous, men who are abusive, um, or even men who are low effort, men who neglect the relationship, who do not put effort in the relationship. And I bring this up with some of my clients when I realize that they have a lot of like really sticky thoughts when they seem to be stuck in a story about relationships. And that story keeps coming up over and over and over again. Um, when my clients are dating and they're going on dates, sometimes I will notice that they seem to have the same thoughts and emotions coming up every single time. Every guy is annoying. The apps are annoying. Or, um, I have a, there was a client where for her, the story, the narrative was disappointing. Everything was just disappointing and ended in disappointment. Um, some, uh, another client with whom I actually worked through this, through this re- inventory with recently, um, was always feeling like she was always being left. I'm always the one being left. I'm always being left. They always leave. So when I find a client um, that has a really sticky story, a really sticky narrative, and when I say sticky, it just feels really real to them and they can't see any other perspective. And with when that happens, I realize that, okay, 
there's something underneath this. Something happened somewhere along the way or something repeated enough times that this client has now embraced this story, not just as something that happens, but even sometimes as something that they are causing. Like there's something about them, almost like there's a sign on uh, their forehead that this will always happen to them. And so we will walk through a relationship inventory to sort of explore where that story is coming from, why it exists, why it feels so sticky. Um, and we just, it's, it's really just a, a long coaching session. And sometimes it takes two or three sessions of talking through all of the relationships and really being curious. I never know what's going to come up on a client's inventory. Like I can't tell when we start exactly what the narrative is going to be and why the narrative is there. So as a coach, I have to approach the relationship inventory myself with a lot of curiosity. And we just sit and we just talk through it. I ask questions and make observations about what they say. I Sometimes I'll dig deeper into one relationship versus another. I will challenge my client to try to remember how they felt, like things that happened. So what happened here? And how did you feel about that? And when you think back, um, what comes back to you? And it's always amazing what comes back to the client, not just in the things that happened or like things that they had forgotten or maybe a turning point that they had where maybe where things took a turn for the worse. But sometimes we will realize that there were other things happening at the same time. There were other stories happening and they had forgotten completely that they were also that person. So I'll give you an example. One of my clients um, had has been in a series of relationships where the men just turned out to be low effort, like just extremely low effort guys who in some ways you could say, and this is just me putting, trying to put words to a situation or um, relationship scenario. So it, it's not exact. It didn't exactly happen the way I'm going to say it, but I'm going to try to describe it so that I can say it in like 30 seconds or one minute um, where it almost seemed like the men were pretending to love her and pretending to want a commitment or pretending to want to put effort into, into a relationship. And it always turned out at the end that they really didn't want a commitment or they really didn't want to put in effort into the relationship. And that's how it appeared to her. Now, of course, there's her side of it where she was not seeing certain things or not asking for certain things or being, she was willing to settle in many ways, but that all of that realization came later. So her, that was her story. And as we walked through the relationships that were, you could say more recent in her life, it was like, well, this keeps happening. And then um, I worked on coaching her through that, but it, the story just seemed really sticky. And she was almost collecting those um, situations whenever she went out to date. So we walked through her relationship inventory we really started from, uh, we started from grade school, like I like to do. Some people don't have crushes in grade school and that's fine, but I like to start there. And we kind of went through, okay, there was this guy in grade school and there was this other guy in middle school. And there was this guy, a couple of guys in high school. And what was interesting was all of her stories, all of her crushes, all of her relationships through college were amazing. Like as a young person, she consistently chose nice, sweet, kind men and boys who put effort into relationship with her, who wanted to be with her, who um, 
uh, welcomed her into their homes and their families. And she was a part of things. And um, there was love and there was action and there was effort. Right. And there were relationships that maybe could have ended in commitment. But of course, you know, you're in high school, so <laughs> it typically won't end in commitment, you know, when you go on to other things in life. And she had completely forgotten about that part of her life. Her entire relationship story was built on all of the relationships after college. And those had turned into a series of really low effort relationships. And when she saw that, when we dug that up, it was like, oh, I'm not just this person who has these disappointing relationships. I'm also this girl. I'm also this woman who attracted these incredible relationships early in my life. And so going back to reclaim that part of herself who attracted those really nice guys, those really high effort men, people who wanted commitment was a turning point for her in our coaching, in our coaching uh, together and in her dating life. Like she was able to, from within, not from me teaching her, from within herself, she was able to reclaim who she was and how she showed up in the world and how she looked at men and how she looked at relationships. All of that came right back to her in an instant because she was always that person. She was always that person. The whole time she had always been that person, but she had just forgotten. She had claimed the story of the person who was always being left and was playing that out over and over and over again until we did her relationship inventory, realized that she had plenty of other strengths and now she's showing up in the world in a completely different way and well on her way to meeting her partner. And so that is uh, just one of the stories of how a relationship inventory can really change your perspective, not because I, as a coach, I'm changing your perspective, but because you are neglecting or you may be neglecting parts of your own story that you need, parts of your own strengths, parts of who you are that you need to be successful in choosing um, a, a nourishing and healthy relationship. Another client that I walked walked, I cannot talk today, that I walked through a, a relationship inventory with, um, she just had this really negative attitude. Like she just had overwhelming, copious amounts of negative thoughts about relationships. Like we would coach and she would, you know, change her perspective. And two days later, she would message me like, hey, it's all terrible. Everything's bad. Everything's awful. Um, and so her brain was very stuck on a lot of negative thinking and a lot of ruminating and a lot of like um, overthinking. So ruminating tends to be you're thinking about the past, the negative past and going over it and, you know, questioning and wondering why. Overthinking tends to be you're trying to do something in the future and you're overthinking the next step or overthinking the decision. And she did both and they both were negative. And so we had worked together for a couple of months and I was like, well, this seems to be really sticky and you are moving out of this negativity, but also kind of slipping back into it almost immediately after our coaching sessions. Let's see where this is coming from. Why is this, um, feeling and this attitude? Why is it so heavy? Why does it feel like something that you need to hold on to so tightly? And of course, she wasn't consciously holding on to it. She didn't want to hold on to it. She wanted to be super positive and she wanted to be in belief. But her brain and her thinking patterns were really stuck on this old negative pattern. And so we walked through her relationship inventory and um, what we found, well, 
what I found. I think she already knew all of this, but she never made the connection between things that had happened and what she had experienced and the way she was thinking currently. And so what we found was that, first of all, she had moved to a new city and there were some things about that move that were very difficult for her. And during that period of just extreme difficulty in moving and going to a new city that was a lot bigger than where she was from. And so going through that transition was very difficult for her. She had many negative experiences, but at that time she was also dating very actively. And then some really um, uh, difficult relationships happened, like abusive relationships, some really um, horrid things happened during that period and left her with this belief that if she didn't like have her guard up while dating, she wouldn't be protected. She couldn't protect herself unless she had her guard up 100%. And after that, she started making decisions in relationships with her guard up, with the belief that oh, this is how things are and this is how men are and they're terrible and I need to protect myself because of all this. Again, she wasn't making these decisions consciously. She didn't choose this thinking pattern consciously. Most of us don't. Um, we're all just trying to protect ourselves. It's just a coping mechanism to keep herself safe. Our brains are always trying to keep us safe always trying to make sure that we survive, always trying to make sure that we have enough food and we have enough shelter and that we are safe. And so depending on your story, you might have something similar, coping mechanisms of, or a way of looking at the world that your uh, subconscious is using because it thinks it's trying to keep you safe. What our subconscious often isn't thinking about is whether or not we're happy. <laughs> It's usually not making plans for us to be happy because happiness is not required for survival, right? Safety is required for survival. So your brain will, by default, try to keep you safe, even if it means building up walls or using negativity or isolation or, um, you know, keeping you procrastinating your dating journey as a way to keep you safe, even if all of those things are not making you happy. Even if all of those actions are keeping you from your desire to be in a healthy partnership and in a healthy relationship. So it's just really good to know that we have our conscious brain, the part of us that's like, yeah, I want to partner. I want to do this. I want to go to, you know, I want to go to that event. I want to go to that speed dating event. I want to date someone nice. Consciously, we think that but then to remember that there's the other part of you, your subconscious, your lower brain, that is very actively simply trying to keep you safe. And that part tends to be more powerful unless you are aware of what it's doing and you are able to redirect it in the, in the, in the direction of what makes you happy. And so if you're not aware of how your subconscious or your lower brain is maybe impacting your, your journey, a relationship inventory might be a good one for you. Like if you just find like you keep repeating the same things over and over, you keep attracting the same kind of guys, you keep being blindsided. This is a, that's a really good way to know. If you're like dating these guys and every three months you get blindsided with this surprise, he's a terrible person, then you likely need a relationship inventory. You need to sit down and just write down all the names of all the people you've ever dated and ask yourself, so why did I date this person? Why did I stay with them so long? What was I telling myself? What was I thinking? What was I feeling? 
and really exploring that journey to see where there are clues to what you are doing now that keeps you from finding um, the relationship that you want. In some relationships, it might just be you're afraid afraid to speak up or afraid to hurt the other person's feelings or um, allowing yourself to be pressured into a relationship. It might just be, um, you know, not wanting to be alone, right? Like not wanting to be alone can cause you to accept a relationship or settle for a relationship that is less than what you want and stay in it until it becomes unbearable and then you leave again. Now, your brain will tell you, oh no, he was a terrible guy. He was a low effort guy. And that's why you left. However, it will be interesting to see what was happening in your brain at the beginning of that relationship. Like, why did you ignore the fact that he was a low effort guy? Why did you ignore the fact that, you know, your intuition probably told you that he wasn't right for you? And so there are many uh, discoveries that you can you can have while walking through a relationship inventory. There are changes that you can make. Like once you see what's happening with you, you can really never unsee it. So um, I definitely encourage you to take the time to explore this. If you feel like, hey, I've got some sticky things happening in my relationships and in my dating and a relationship inventory might be something that works for me. So if you feel like you're in that place, give it a shot, make a list and walk through it. Ask yourself really great questions. And if you want help working through something like this, then I want to invite you to um, schedule a consult call with me so that we can go over the details of what it looks like to work with me and how that can really help accelerate your dating journey. So feel free to book that uh, consultation call. The link is in the show notes. I would love to talk to you about working with me and welcome you into my coaching practice if we find that we are a fit for each other. All right, that is our episode for today. If you do do the relationship inventory, I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear what you did and what your aha moments were from doing that. Thank you so much for your time and attention and I will see you next time. Thanks for listening today. If you are ready to get married after divorce, I want to invite you to download my free eight video training specifically designed to help divorced women date with ease and get married again. Head over to shadecurry.com to get started. That's S-A-D-E-C-U-R-R-Y dot com. I'll see you inside.